Welcome to Katsooks, an improv podcast. I am your host, Ben Brokart, but as always, I do not do this show by myself. I have guests that are here to help me uh, chat and do improv scenes, and let's see, I'm going to go clockwise as I usually decide to do, and this time... That's why he chose that scene. Was he? Wait. I don't remember if, if the last time you were here, you were you were first, but uh, to I my was, and left. I am again. Um, Stu Rim is here. Hello, in Stu. In the pole position, as my horse friends say. Hello, my name is Stu Rim. I am so happy to be here. Thank you very much. Start, gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> Indirectly across from I me, Alex that. Lohman is here. Hello. Welcome to the show. And to my immediate right is... She's just the greatest. It's Heather Highland. Hello. Hey, what's up? HH. It's a couples episode this this week. Is it? It is. Oh. This is the first Alex couples episode couple. of the show. Alex couple of and Heather greatest. are a couple of greatests. <laughs> and then Stu and I are a couple of dummy jokesters. Hoats. Well. No, but it's true that um, this is a... a an episode that's made up of two actual real life couples. Real life, this which isn't... I don't know if that's going to spill into the show at all, but we'll find out. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear a couple of suggestions? Yeah, yes. I'm still going off of suggestions I got a while ago on Instagram, and I have two suggestions that we have not yet used for the show, and I think at least one of them would be um, <laughs> good for this group and would bring up some some interesting stories. Uh, Brandon says tutelage. Okay. And Kat, as in Kat Kenny, <laughs> our great friend who was on our previous episode, says Brooklyn Tea Party. Hmm. And I actually, in reading that, realized I don't know what the Brooklyn Tea Party is. I, I had the same thought. <laughs> my impression is that she was like, oh, Boston Tea Party. No, I'm going to say Brooklyn Tea Party. Right. And that will get I their creative too. juices going. Like she's suggesting a nonsense thing that doesn't really exist. Correct. Now it's, this is going to backfire on her because I'm going to talk about the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> um, so recently I went to Boston for the first time. And okay. uh, me and my fr- oh second time mentioned on the podcast, me and my friend Boyang went to Boston. <laughs> ben likes the name. Also, Cat does. Cat oh, Cat likes the name as well. Cat specifically um, said good name. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was you. Okay, well, no, um, but I do like the name. It's a cool name. And when we were there our last day, we went on like a Boston tea party. It's like almost like an immersive experience where you know everyone is like in costume and they're doing like a whole skit and you go on a ship. May I ask a question really quick? Everyone, as in all of the people who are being paid, you did not put on a costume. Correct. Okay. I could have. Damn. Let them stop you? me. I know. Um, okay, anyway. So we go and everyone gets their little car. You get these cars, which is like your role in the tea party. You go on the ship. You get to throw over some like tea, which is just like, you know, um, almost like just a plastic cube. But you get to do that. They talk about you all the history of it. You throw plastic into the water? Yeah, and then you get to pull it back up on a pulley for the person behind you <laughs> to then also throw it into the water. Um, but very realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was like this list of everyone who participated, but it was, it was like the last thing we really did in Boston and it was so much fun. Like I love people who are like actors getting to do like one of those like immersive experiences where it's like, Oh, pseudo historical, but it's, it's just fun. And they're having fun, like so much fun doing it. Yeah. Um, and no one was like a jerk about it where you're like, no one was like going up like those English guards who you're like trying to make them laugh. Like there was none of that where it's like, no, we're just accepting their accents and just enjoying their little celebration there. It's a good time. I learned a lot. 
Don't ask me any questions. I forgot it all. <laughs> At the time, I learned a lot. The only thing I remember is that they pointed to this wall which had a ton of names on it, maybe like, I don't know, 200 or so names. And they were like, what do you notice about this wall? And um, I don't think I said it, but someone else said it. And they are like, oh, there's no women on it, um, which I had thought about already, which I was pretty proud of. Um, <laughs> but you didn't say it. And uh, let it and be. They, no Let it be known that Stu is woke. <laughs> yes, thank you. Stu is um, a bigger feminist than I am. So it's not, she always. Uh, I dispute that as well. She's also a very big feminist. But anyway, um, and then they talked about some of the contributions of of women um, in in the Boston Tea Party and in the rebellion as well. So there you go. I think it begs the question as an actor if you could pick to be an actor in any historical uh, reenactment, what would you pick? Because mm. I was just going through the list and I was like, damn. Well, what is your number one? Or what's like at the top? Sadly, I mean, Harry Potter's a religion for me and a reality for me, so all of my air quotes historical reenactments are like, Battle of Hogwarts! Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> But real historical things? It is real. Don't uh, deny Things me that. that are taught in American schools sure. as historical sure. things? What would you choose? Hmm. I, I don't want to do anything like pre-revolutionary war because I feel like the outfits would be heinous and hot. Yeah, very uh, hot. It's a lot of outdoors and I'm not good Whatever with Whatever I did, I would want to be playing one of the... First class citizens. See, I was like thinking Titanic or something like that. Ooh. I think that go ahead. I wasn't thinking at all about costuming or what? whether it's outdoors. I was Not just thinking accents. <laughs> Only thinking well, oh. we're recording a podcast, so I'm just thinking about the <laughs> auditory aspect. Fair. And I'm like, what would be an accent that I would like to do? And I don't know. I don't really I feel like I do a lot of accents like poor to middling. And I don't have any that I'm like, ooh, I'm really good at doing this accent, mm. and I would love to do like a Robert Downey Jr. who's like, oh, I get to play an English man, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, let me add it. Let me do an English accent, and he loves it. The year have- is 1776. <laughs> I'm here, and I say, who's ready to declare some independence? I'm ready to declare some independence. All righty-o, my good old chap. John Henry on my side. That's right. It's me, John Henry, and we're going to declare independence from the British Empire. Okay, I'm just going to cut, gentlemen. I'm going to cut. We're... We're we're venturing into some malleable accents. I thought we had some method conversations about this. Oh yeah, I had some strong thoughts to add to the character. I feel like uh, uh, ambiguous. Act- I mean, who knows what people actually talked like back in seventeen seventy six? I, I don't know. Equi- I don't. You're not even equity. We're not having this conversation. I mean, I, 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 I are you threatening my role in this? Before I will set up right next door. I will set up my own declaration museum, and I will challenge you, and I will star. Cool. So you like gonna hire Nicolas Cage to come in and give like fifty dollars autographs because that's like as best as you're gonna get. If Nikki's available, I'll look him up, give him a buzz, see what is up. John, I didn't want to be caught in the middle of this. I. Sh- should I stay in character for this, or can I drop while we're talking about this? You can drop this? it, because okay. you sound Australian. Well, I don't... Okay, like, look, I don't really have any good... 
I can't do an English accent. Every time I try to do an accent that's English, I can only do it if I do like a Liverpool Beatles accent. Like if I try to be Ringo, I can do it, but I can't. This is the best I, that I can do if I'm not trying to do Ringo. And I John's feel like out. I think it's uh, coming in clear. He'll take his British accent next door <laughs> to the... Goodbye, goodbye, Museum of the Declaration of Independence. Hello, Independence Museum of the Declaration. We cut to two months later at the Museum of Declaration. The year is 1776. Who is ready to independence some declare? Boy, I'm ready to declare some independence. Hey, my good old radio chap John Henry at my side. Oh, that's right, and I'm here too. <laughs> oh, that's Ringo. That's right, I was a great historical figure, not a lot of people knew about it. Uh, Most people just knew me from the song Octopus's Garden. Uh, When's Nicolas Cage coming out? That's the whole reason why I came, I saw it on Instagram. Uh, Nicolas Cage is uh, finishing up his most recent uh, treasure hunt, and... Uh, He's just going to come back on his yellow submarine. Then he'll be back. He'll be back. Oh, speaking of, we have a guest for you. I uh, didn't mean to give it away. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, come out and teach these kids. He's not even American, right? Yeah, I don't want his autograph. I, I paid for Nicolas Cage. Hello, I'm here to teach you about the American Revolution. Uh, Arnold, radio old chap, uh, why don't you give some insight into uh, uh, what the, what life was like back in 1776? Uh, I back in 1776, they did not expect that immigrants were going to be in positions of power in the government. Nobody knew that 200 years from now, a man from Austria who was a simple bodybuilder and married into a powerful family and came to America and became a movie star, would be able to become a governor of a whole state. Mr. Arnold, are you drunk? <laughs> yeah, do you want to... What wanna... are you talking about? I haven't had anything to drink this morning except for whey protein. Prove it. Okay, do you have a cup? I will pee in the cup right now. Okay, and okay, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll I move you. on. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, Anna, we're not going to do this again. I feel like... Uh, I want to prove it to the children. I want <laughs> no, them to I, know, I know that. I, don't I, I believe you. I think everyone... Uh, uh, take a poll. Everyone believes... Arnold did not take any no, no, performance uh, enhancing okay, drugs. Okay, zip those back up. Arnold, zip those back up. Yes, I smoke pot and pumping iron, but I do not take any performance enhancing drugs. I want the people to know that. I guess this is what the tabloids were talking about with his nanny. Wow. Wow. And you hired him? I thought he was canceled. Uh, Excuse me, old chaps. I think we all agree that uh, it's an honor to have uh, the governator here. Yes, Uh, even Ringo's impressed. Yes, but I wouldn't have paid for the governor. I would have, I paid for (gasps) Nick Cage. Who's walking in there? Nikki, Nikki, come over here. Nikki, head on over here. Oh, look who it is. It's our very own f- coming back. <gasps> look at all those gold bars he's carrying. Looks like he's got quite a, quite a haul today. Oh, uh, do you want me to put these bars down here? Uh, hey, no. everybody. I'm Nick Cage. Uh, do you guys know about the Declaration of Independence? Mr. Cage, are you stoned? 
No, I'm not stoked. Why does everybody think prove that? It. I'll no, prove no, it right now. Prove, oh, Give no. me that clear cup. I don't know. I'll just pee right in it. And you can test it. I'm okay, zip, right zip it right back up. Zip All it right. right back up. Nick, they told me to do the same thing, and then they didn't want me to take my thing out. Okay, everyone put your handcocks oh, away. I don't understand why. We're just going to prove we didn't do any drugs. <laughs> I would have been fine with other people. Taking any oh, of those yeah. impressions. You, you really <laughs> <leave> <laughs> it was so good it. to watch you. Yeah. Yeah. It was also fun to have you have to play all three. <laughs> I loved it, but I'm just I I would have been fine if anybody else wanted. And to now do you've it. proven to yourself that you can <laughs> handle the accents. So now that you know that, what's your historical? Well, it was very no. Those were all very real. Like I don't think I can do an English accent unless I'm doing a Beatle. I if I try to do an English accent that's not a beetle liverpool accent it drifts into australian almost immediately and i i can't get out of it i really can only do harry potter characters well just like one hermione <laughs> i see characters and i'm like nope can't do hagrid <laughs> deleting 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 <laughs> do like dobby or something nearly headless how could you be nearly headless terrible dobby like this <laughs> That Harry was a Potter must go home. Because what? Which movie did Nearly Headless Nick pull his head off and show them? That was Sorcerer's Stone, wasn't mm-hmm. it? I believe it was the first. It's a very like it's for little kids, and it was pretty gross. Like you can see his severed yeah, spine, but he's, and but he's a ghost. You can halfway see. Uh, it just it. seemed like a lot for a kids' movie. I think what helps is like he's pretty jovial as it's going on. I think if. He had done the same thing, but let out a yeah. blood-curdling scream, and, <laughs> That's then, true. and then fall into the floor in a heap. I feel like the context would have been a little different. But he's just like, it's just nonchalant about here's like, half of my head. It was like tipping, tipping your cap to yeah. someone. And what like great, this. what great casting it was to put John Cleese in that role. I think. I mean. Most of those roles are cast really well. Oh yeah. Well, he was the second choice. They were going to cast John Cena. <laughs> But he was blowing up over here at the time. So yeah. they're like, all right, who's next on the list? Alphabetically, John Cleese. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, you, we're going to go on for a tight, we're going to give a tight five, okay? Uh, I think you're going to be great. I, I've seen you at other bars. Um, the whole shtick, they're going to eat it up, all right? Now, there, there are a bunch of hecklers in the audience, but I think you can handle this. Um <sighs> I don't find my notes. I can't find my notes. Rita, it's fine. Just you could do crowd work. You're so good at this, okay? I, that means I have to get off the stage. If I'm gonna do crowd work. Oh, Rita, you're gonna be great. Look, you're gonna warm them up, and then John Cena will come out there, and he will destroy <laughs> them with his bits. Okay, so your job is just to kind of get them, get them going a little bit. Get them going. I'm not even wearing the good push-up bra. I don't know how I'm supposed to get okay, them going. Okay. Okay. They're cheering. They're cheering. Get out there, Rita. Get out there, Rita. <laughs> and our next comic. Rita Scooter. Hi. Make us laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, okay, okay. What did the sexy pig say to the porcupine? What? What did that say? What? Oh, 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 you fine? (laughs) Yeah. Do you mean pork you find? Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Take it off. Whoa, dude. Bill. I forgot the push-up bra, so I can't really do that Bring out John Cena. Rita, tell Knock Knock Joe. His jokes. butt's not even real. We want to see him. Wait, what? No. What? 
What? I saw him in his dressing room. It's padding. And I'm really distraught. His butt? His butt. You haven't seen his butt's not real? No. What? No. I've been having this moral conundrum if I engage in a people's issue of a tell-all over John Cena's padded butt. I'd read it. I want to see pictures of the padded butt. Yeah, prove it. Hold, hold on, hold on. Oh, shit, my phone's at the wrong angle. It doesn't register me with a double chin. Let me hold it higher. Okay, all right. My hands Woo, are shaking. Oh, oh, dude, uncool. Oh, sorry. So, ladies oh, wait, and gentlemen, I'm gonna... Okay. Are you going to pay attention oh, to I'm me? I'm sorry, it's just the... I'm sorry. I should listen better. I, I'm sw- Yeah, I'm swiping from the left. So this is his left butt cheek. How can we tell? It's so zoomed in. Woo! Hot butt! Because it's obviously the left. Okay. Oh. Like, how is that not the left? Doesn't your butt look distinctly left cheek and right cheek? Rita, two minutes left. You're doing great. Just keep it going out there. <laughs> Thanks. I can do this, Josh. I can do this. Okay, so we're going to go to the right cheek. Rita, you're going to have to delay five minutes. The trumpets are running late. Trumpets? There are fucking trumpets? No, not for you, for John Cena. Shit. No, no, keep going. You're great. No, I can't. I can't. We, <laughs> we, we cut to John Cena's dressing room as the manager walks in, and John Cena is flipping out. He's just like swiping the counters. He's throwing things at the mirror. He's punching the mirrors. He's smashing the light bulbs that are around the mirror in the dressing room. I can't believe this fucking bitch out there is revealing that my butt is fake. God damn it. Johnny, baby, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna get a lot of money off of this. What am I gonna do? My career's over. It's Come not on, over. Carl. The Kardashians are still in business and there's no way that junk's real. Everybody knows the Kardashians' butts aren't real. People don't know my butt's not real, okay? I do the you can't see me. I wear jean shorts. They look at my jean shorts. They think the butt that's underneath is real. John, I just got an idea. I consider myself an ideas man, and I just got one. You want to hear it? Yeah, of course I want to fucking hear it. God damn it. Honestly, everyone's like never listening to me, Milton. Normally I'm just like talking and no one's listening, but now I feel like everyone's listening. Milton, we fired you already. And the reason I hired you back is because I knew that one day there was going to be a moment where nobody knew what to do and you were going to pipe in and it was going to be your specific moment to say, hey, I have an idea. And well, the time is now, Milton, so what's your fucking idea? People know my butt's not real. You could, like, say you can't see me but about your butt because it's fake. It's kind of like they'll think it's been the plan all along. Do you guys have any milk? <laughs> you know, you know Milton's drinking milk. I mean, oh, yeah. right? It's that guy's Straight a milk up. drinker. And he's like, it's why he's so nasal all the time, but he loves it. It's gotta be whole milk too, and it's gotta come from a like a little carton like he used to have in like middle school. You know More like milking. <laughs> you you kinda just like, like described a third yeah. of your daily routine though. Oh milk is so good, just guys. Drinking milk? <laughs> well, no, it involves cocoa puffs as well, or oh, cocoa so crispies. You know, uh, Stu talked about this on the last episode of the show. Stu just eats cereal at all hours? Yeah, all hours. The worst part is that sometimes he'll bring a box of Cheerios upstairs to bed. This was talked about specifically. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you told me about it afterwards. <laughs> but yes, 
the conversation about people chewing, I am 110% behind how annoying it is. I can fall asleep very well, very easily. This little one brings his box of Cheerios upstairs. <laughs> little in more ways than one, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's a trope. The other ways is butt. But it's real. <laughs> At least it's real. Yeah. Sometime I put like five or six Cheerios on there. It just looks funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Stu's butt so little that if he were to lounge in a pool with a floating device, he could just use a Cheerio to do it. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty accurate. It's not accurate. I have a big butt. <laughs> you and I can wear the same jeans. Yeah, you know that? that's because we both have big butts. It's an well, auditory oh. medium. Is it? We don't. I think it's and a great it thing. just got real. Oh, boy. Couples <laughs> counseling. This is I edit this from Alex's memory. <laughs> so I just like to talk about the fact that my husband likes to go around to people, and he likes to say that I have a large tuchus, and. Um, it makes me feel, makes me feel well, very let it sexualized, out. very mm. sexualized. Let it out, Brandy. In a positive or a negative way. Sometimes positive, okay. if I feel good about myself. Right. Sometimes just like, oh, that's what my husband has to say. Wow, well, you know, I think we're all, we're all here to support Brandy, isn't that right? I'm here to support you, Brandy. Thank oh. you. Tracy, um, you have a truth that you want to leave to the group? Well, your husband says that you have a big tuchus. My husband has never talked about my tuchus in the 11 years we've been married. Wow. How does that make you feel? Uh, excuse me, I, I'll, I'll run the session. Sorry. But, no, sorry. No, I but we sorry. support you, Brandy. Thank you. Intent is Thank to be you. supportive, and I approve of that, but only one of us is getting paid. Continue, Tracy. And I have done everything that I can for him to notice my tuchus assless chaps assless bathing suits go on it's okay Tracy you don't Tracy's tearing up <laughs> and he just never says anything uh, Tracy is there a third assless type of wear you yes. put on <laughs> assless <laughs> pantsuits oh okay that's what Hillary needed. Um, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, <laughs> we Brandy, I'll do the political we, we flash back three years to the 2016 primaries, and Hillary and Bill are sitting in an office, and Bill's trying to coach her. Hillary, I've been through this before. I know what you need to do, and I know the answer to your prayers is assless chaps. You need assless chaps. God damn it, Bill, we're not talking about the assless chaps. Hillary, I loved your tuchus ever since I first saw it back when you were just a schoolgirl in Arkansas. And all I ever wanted was to see you wearing a pantsuit that had no butt cheeks, and your butt cheeks were hanging out of it. And, well, you know, if the American people saw that too, you'd get so many more votes than you were going to get. Bill? Based on policy alone. That was Hillary Rollins, not Hillary Rodham. I wasn't in Arkansas until I followed your sorry ass there. Hillary, I took you all the way to the White House, and I got there based on policy, but also playing saxophone, okay? There's got to be more to your campaign than policy and politics, all right? People need something to get behind. And, well, Arsenio behind. Hall doesn't get have a... Get behind? Yes, 
I did make that pun on purpose. Arsenio Hall doesn't have a show anymore, Hillary. What you can do now is wear an assless pantsuit on RuPaul's Drag Race, and you are going to win the presidency. I'm telling you. I, we just have to confront the fact that I have a flat ass, Bill. You've um, said this ugh. over and over. You guys, I have a flat uh, ass. I have kind of an idea. I am kind of consider myself an <sighs> Spit idea. Spit it out, this Milton. This is why I hired you, Milton. I knew that one day your time was going to come. You mean you hired me t- back? Well, you know, we Vernon Jordan didn't do as much as I thought he was going to do, and I said, forget this guy. We need to get Milton back in okay. here. Well, I, I, I don't consider myself much a political strategist, but what if we add chocolate to the milk? Milton strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I f- I'm, I'm too, uh, my brain is like soaked in podcasts because all I can think about is Chankton, Mike Mitchell's friend, who is frequently mentioned on the Doughboys podcast. The Doughboys podcast? Yes. I, it's insane for me to be plugging a podcast that is like hugely famous <laughs> and is one of the best podcasts. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's insane for you to plug a podcast that's not yours because it's a direct competitor. <laughs> well, they're not a direct sure competitor because they you. do, um, although <laughs> Mike Mitchell does do a Bill Clinton impression, so Bill Clinton hasn't p- appeared on their podcast before, but the Doughboys is a chain restaurant review podcast that is great, and if you're into podcasts, you should totally listen to it. I've never heard of it. That's really? an amazing concept. It's, it's great. great. Um, I they, wish I could come up with a concept that good. It's a, <laughs> it's a great show. I, I recommend it. Milkton makes me think of Milk Toast. <gasps> I love Milk Toast. The My, word or no, the concept? The, the, the toast. Wait, there's an actual toast? Milk Toast? Yeah. I know the word like that's spelled M-I-L-Q-U-E. That's that's toast. all I know about milk toast, right? The Wait, word. Q-U-B. So you're talking about a food. <laughs> I am actually not. My mom um, uses the term to describe somebody that is very boring. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Piece of wet bread. What were you talking about, Alex? I was actually. So there is a photographer out of San Francisco who, um, like, does uh, claymation photographs of a little baby tooth on his adventures throughout San Francisco and the book is called Milk Toast and it's oh. actually it sounds weird it is weird I mean who Love comes weird. up with it but um, oh, it's really well done and it's like Milk Toast interacts with like an acorn and like all this random stuff and it's really cute kind of sounds like book. a direct competitor to this podcast though so maybe we should <laughs> keep these we plugs stop talking about it. Jesus we keep plugging <laughs> Competitors to the show on the show. What the it does fuck sound cute is that? It is. It is very cute. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Is I didn't there know an milk toast was spelled with Q U? I'm still phonetically term, trying to work that out. It is a term for Coke. someone who's boring and and bland. But where where's the the Q-U-E etymology or of it? Q U E. Q U E. Unless I I might be spelling milk-head it wrong. Milkhead. No, I think that's right. I, I remember. That I think in, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which I didn't mean to plug a direct competitor to this podcast. <laughs> but um, I think Charlie, one of the characters, has the thing called milk steak. Oh, milk steak, yeah. I think which is literally oh, just steak with like milk poured love? on top of it. Ew. That cooking with Babish? Oh, uh, isn't it baking with... Ba- is it binging with Babish? Binging with Babish. Oh, it's a, a YouTube series 
where they try and recreate famous dishes from oh. like sitcoms and TV shows. And oh, I think they did. Cool. Didn't they do a milk I, toast episode? I think, or or milk, milk, I milk think so. I'm not sure. I'd have to look, but it that it, sounds like something they would do. It is spelled M I L Q U E T O A S T. And um, the adjective form is feeble, insipid, or bland. Feeble? Oh. Insipid. And the. <laughs> The the sentence example they give is a soppy milk toast composer. <laughs> soppy that sounds Yikes. like the the worst diss you could throw in the orchestral <laughs> profession. You're a you sloppy, sloppy milk toast composer. Uh, Annie, Tom, yeah, David, yeah. I got fired again today for <sighs> bad ideas. Oh, oh man, I was just trying to Milton. be really smart. And yeah. I feel like uh, maybe I'm not. Yeah. So well, I'm not going to be able to pay rent again. <sighs> I guess we'll cover you again. Yeah. I have a lot of savings. Me too. That's what accountants do. Yeah. We just save. Uh, and spreadsheets. Well, I heard a really I have a spreadsheet that's just dedicated to my savings. Mm. Uh, I Next level. Did hear a funny joke. I don't. I, I know oh. you guys aren't super into comedy. Yeah, but it's not very hear it, funny to try. me. Okay. Um, John Cena has a fake butt. <laughs> Who's John Cena? I suppose I get it. I was at a, I was at a comedy club and it it slayed. <laughs> wow. That's really good. Wow, I think. Milton. Can you just look up no from your wonder. books for one second and stop balancing? I'm sorry, I'm working on this formula for my spreadsheet. I just have one more chapter left. I have Someone to... called me Milk Kate Toast, and I'm trying oh. to figure out what it oh, means. Oh, no. I think that's a bad one. Well, what? for you guys, You're it might be a compliment. Huh? What? You know what the word means? Yeah. Wow, you are smart. You're so smart. And charismatic. You guys don't even want to know what it means? You just are happy enough that I know what it means? I think we just knowing what it means shows how smart you are. And if you want to help me try to figure out why my V lookup's not working, I'd really appreciate the help. I can't. I'm sorry, David. I can't. I, you know, I'm so bad with that stuff. I'm only, I'm only good with, you know, comedy and ideas. Ideas. Yeah. And even yeah. That I'm not good at. Where's the milk? Oh, I'll I'll go get you some milk, Milton. I've never seen this side of you. I think we might be out. I'm so sorry. I tried pouring some milk on some toast because I wanted to understand what people were calling me. Was it good? It was okay. It was was a little soggy, but it was okay. Did you sop it up? Yeah, I sopped it up. Um, Milton... You could go down to the store and get some milk. That'd be a great idea. Yeah, yeah you should just go down to the store and get some milk. Okay, at the store. Um, excuse me. Uh, what? My name is milk. I don't care. What do you want? Well, I want some milk. Okay, go and get it. It's in aisle four. <laughs> okay, where are your carts? Uh. By the door, like every single grocery store in the world. Okay, I just heard things are different at Aldi, and I just, I don't want to make a mistake. 
They're still by the door. You just have to put a quarter in. And then at the end, you get your quarter back. I do not have time for this. I get my schedule based on how many people I check out. So get out of here. Okay, real quick. Can I borrow a quarter? We're not really allowed to do that. Do you have a dollar? I can exchange it. Dollar? What do I look like, Mr. Moneybags? Hey, mister, I really just want to buy this candy bar. Like, can you? Hey, stay behind me, kid. Okay, I'm having a question, a conversation over here. Wow. Actually, you are holding up the line. Kid. Yeah. Come on, bring down the candy bar. No, uh, stay behind me. Can I just borrow, like, a quarter? Maybe if you were nice to that kid, he would give you a quarter. Kid? Little, Little kid pokes. Hey, mister. Yeah? Is your butt fake? Uh, <laughs> wow, you're right, kid. It does look fake. <laughs> That's this, like yeah, lumpy. Can, I'm in the produce section, but I overheard you, and even I can see that butt looks fake and lumpy like cottage cheese. Bing! Hey, everybody in the store, take a look at this guy's butt. Everyone, look over here. Sir, could you please turn around? <laughs> okay. Yeah, turn around and show us that butt. Yee-hoo. It doesn't look much oh like my God, John it's Cena's. So fake. <laughs> Woo! Take it off. Back at the apartment. Boo. Can someone else please go out and get milk for me? Milton, what, what happened? Well, it doesn't seem like a difficult task to go to the store and buy some milk. All you need is a quarter. If you're even going to Aldi, right? You, you could really, go to a different store. And if you're just accountants. buying milk, you don't even really need a Not car. Even you buy just it. pick it up. I mean, you're in the red for 25 cents, but then you're in the black once you get it back. Later at a different grocery store. Um, hello? Hello, Sonny. Are you Joe? Yeah. All Short right. for Josephine. I don't have any... Maybe old, but I'm fasty. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any money, so I was hoping we could make a trade. Okay, what kind of trade are you talking about? Mister, I got Pokemon cards. You want to trade those? Get behind me. Get out of the way, kid. I'm trying to have a conversation. Oh, you're feisty, too. Wait, uh, hold on a second. I just need to... uh, I just paused my Bluetooth conversation because I heard somebody talking about trades. I'm an important Wall Street trader, and I'd be interested in doing some trades if anybody wants to do any trading. I got a Charmander. Is it hologram? All right, I got that in my secret stash. All right, kid, we can talk. Cool. Let's Let's go make a deal. Let's go talk about this over the candy bar aisle. (laughs) Well, now that we're alone again, Sonny. I just want some milk. Oh, okay, it's been a while, but I'll give it a shot. Wait, (laughs) not from you? It reminds me of, I think it was one of the earlier seasons of Game of Thrones, the creepy people and like the clouds or whatever. I don't know. Oh, the veil. The veil. I don't know why I thought that was the cloud. Robin Robin Aaron, who was Um, getting breastfed until he was like 25. I can't participate in this conversation because I've only ever seen the first season of Game of Thrones. And yet you are taking over the conversation. I wanted to announce that while you guys continued to talk and I got up and got another drink while you were talking. I just wanted to say that's why you don't hear me in the conversations because I'm getting a refill and I don't know about Game of Thrones. Thank you. You're Name welcome. Right after he gets Name. up, can we change it to like his favorite topic yeah. in the world? Yeah. I'm going to be right there. Yeah, we're going to be real quick <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, if you change it to Ghostbusters, I will immediately come back and take over the conversation again. So anyway, they were creepy. 
Oh, yeah. I feel as though, what do you think is the cutoff age for breastfeeding? Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this because uh-uh. there's some hot takes in our extended family on this topic. So, is are there? Yes. Oh, I didn't My know about them. My opinion is if if they can ask for it and you can understand it, they're too old. If they say, "I want some milk," and they mean, what if it's just like milk? I don't know about you, that. You can understand that. I feel like I don't know. I feel like to some extent. People should be able to, like, do whatever they're comfortable with. Now, it does get, I feel like it's weird at some point, but I guess I would defer to, like, you know, doctors or people who study this to be like, would there actually be any negative effect now? Like, But do doctors really know? I mean, I guess it depends on if if you're using it as supplemental or the primary food source. Brad, where do you go during lunchtime? Uh, nowhere. Uh, nowhere. I, I just feel like you never eat any of the food. We're having chicken fingers today. They're so good. Yeah. Uh, I got a weird dietary thing. Yeah. Josh even got the honey mustard. Uh-huh. It's the best. Uh-huh. He drinks it. Do you want to try some? Uh, you know, I'm full. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a funny little mustache thing going on. Oh, uh, uh let me get that. <laughs> Is that milk? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like that's my dietary thing. I just, I only drink milk. Uh, Brad, could you come to the front office, please? Uh, Brad, come to the front office. Your mother is still here and she needs to talk to you about something. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll see you guys later. All right, bye, Brad. Hey, boss. <laughs> Brad, I told you, you can call me mom. You don't have to call me boss, okay? Yeah, well, I feel like when we're in our place of work, I, I like to call you boss or uh, Helen. So, uh, Brad? Helen, yes. School is not your place of work. You're here to learn. You can still be informal. Now, I feel like I didn't produce enough for you today, and I just wanted, I, I was smushing myself up and getting ready to squirt some more milk into that mouth. So, get over here. I, and I'm have a little miss, more before you. You're not gonna miss anything. <laughs> Just drink it up real quick, and get back to class, okay? Uh, fine. Now here. <laughs> so thirsty. All right. Yeah, now. well, I got a big game after school. <laughs> got to fuel up. All right, you're gonna do so great. I know that. They made the right choice by putting you on the varsity team. Thanks, Mom. It's been really tough. I know it has. These guys are not used to this. I'm used to JV people. They just ignore you. Well. This varsity guy's going to be all up in my business. You're my big boy. You're going to be graduating soon. And, well, it's time for you to be on the varsity team. And you're going to do great. I just know it. Okay? Okay. Well, you're talking too much to me. All right. Get back to class. I'll go. I'll go. I'm out anyway. Brad, are are you done? Because, uh. Yeah. I have a lot of ideas, and me and your mom are gonna uh, we're gonna have a good time together. Okay, thanks, Principal Brooks. You can call me by my first name, Milton. I have a feeling that Milton is not gonna go away for a very long well, time. Like after we're done, Milton is going to be on our house for a long time. I've already forgotten Milton's voice, and it's getting worse <laughs> and worse and worse. So we really, I think it was nasally, and I just forgot. Oh yeah, because you even justified that w- about the milk. Yeah, I think I was like nasally, and that was like a year ago, and now I'm just like, hey, I'm Milton. <laughs> well, and Milton can't 
get milk to drink, his voice becomes ah. less nasally. Ah. Justified. So over the that course of the scenes we've seen <laughs> so far in this show, Milton has had less and less access to milk, and his voice has become less and less nasally as and a result. And now Helen has arrived. So. <laughs> and now he's got a relationship with Helen, who has an adult son, Brad, who's still being breastfed. He's not quite an adult. I figure he's a high school senior. Six, 16 and a half, 17. Yeah. Age, AP age Lit. Yeah, think about it. AP Lit is senior year generally. Yeah, that's senior year stuff. Junior like, senior sure. year. Yes. Yeah, because in California, it was junior year. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, in Maryland, it was junior year. I took so, it in junior okay. year. So, well, you went to high school in California? Yes. Okay. I don't think I knew that. I knew you went to high school in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu, high school location? Uh, Coral Springs, Florida, 33071. Cool. I was <laughs> Cooper City, uh, 33330. Cooper City. Where I is don't that? know that. Um, what's that? Where is that? It's, it's basically um, Fort Lauderdale, but west. Hmm. Like on the on the north south axis, it's pretty much in line with Fort Lauderdale. It's just it's just a lot more west. If I like Okeechobee, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just call back to stuff that we were talking about before Off we the were recording. I love it. <laughs> Anybody fact checking? It is not by Lake Okeechobee. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> I believe it's by Lake Titicaca. Our um, Cooper <laughs> City. So I went to Cooper City High School. Our mascot was Pistol Pete, the cowboy. We were the Cooper City Cowboys. He's no longer, the mascot's no longer Pistol Pete for obvious reasons. Now it's just Pete. Yeah, now it's just Pete. Pete Cowboy. But we, so I will say the my high school's claim to fame was a big scandal before I started there. Uh, so it was like mid-90s. Um, there was like a prostitution ring being run out of the high school and students were... Prostitutes. Oh my God. I like that was no surprise on her face. Stu and I are like agape, and I, so I, Alex is like, yeah, that happens. The, yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> our, Who my, was running it? Teachers? My, I, it wasn't teachers. It was, it, it was either other students or like older college aged kids. Uh, but our, my school was nicknamed Hooker High. <gasps> oh, stop. Because wow. of this. Yes. That is. You seem so proud. <laughs> Only because I wasn't involved in it in any way, and it was over by the time I got there. So it's just an interesting fact about the place where I went to high school. Do you think Mm. you starting there has any correlation with the fact that it ended? (laughs) They saw this fucking nerd come in, and they were like, well, we got to close up shop. Lost all (laughs) cred. It's over for us. (laughs) We're done. This this kid's here. Oh, boy. You're not going to be able to run any businesses out of here anymore. (laughs) I went to a really small high school in um, a very country area, and um, like some of the prom dresses were camo. Like Stop! Multiple prom dresses were camo. Wow! With, and the like sash was that neon orange. You know? oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I think like Duck I, Dynasty. <laughs> I think a in, thousand percent. In my high school, there were a bunch of camo prom dresses, but I'm not sure. I didn't. I couldn't see them, but uh, I feel like. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I liked that joke. <laughs> I, the high school that I went to, um, Mission Viejo, our mascot was the Diablo. Ooh. I know, so fun. So I remember I played softball my freshman year, and we played the local Catholic school, and they uh-huh. like they were always very uppity about like mommy and daddy has a lot of money and I drive a BMW and all this stuff that just really irritated the crap out of me. So I 
had an at-bat, I bunt, I get on first base. And being the little shit that I am, the first baseman, like, steps a couple steps off of the bag as the batter goes. And behind her, we were, like, red and gold, our uniforms. We had red helmet. So I just put my two fingers behind my helmet and wiggled them like devil horns. And the second <laughs> baseman was like, oh, my God, she's Satanist. I got benched for three games. Uh, <laughs> I was so upset for doing something I just thought was kind of funny. I, w- wow. I will proudly say my dad was in the stands, and he <laughs> laughed so hard. And on the way home, he was like, it's okay. It was a good move. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they for sure stopped at Dairy Queen okay. on the way home for blizzards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Sorry, uh. that's a dark competitor. <laughs> <laughs> The Queen Cast. That's what Dairy Queen calls their podcast, The Queen Cast. I thought you were about to start a scene. <laughs> I no, no, me too. I was going to start a scene, but I wanted to throw that little dumb aside in <laughs> and that I'm probably going to edit out now that it felt so <laughs> flat. <laughs> I totally felt so flat because it seemed like you were trying to, right? We I mean, like, that's yeah. All. And then? Yeah. <laughs> no, and then. <laughs> what? I made a I made a face as I was getting ready to do that voice, and it made everybody laugh. It was very funny. That's what you look like when we dance together. Wow. <laughs> we take ballroom classes, just not because we want to compete, and just like as a date night type yeah. of thing. Um, although our instructor <laughs> is very eager for us to like take part in their. Dance Showcase. studio showcases. Yeah, we did it one time, and I have never been so nervous in my life. Like it I is, was. Yeah. It's it's the funniest thing because we perform in front of far bigger audiences than were there. It, it was just other students at the dance studio. There's like twelve people sitting there, like watching each yeah. other do a little dance routine, like a two minute routine, if that. And and like we're we're decent at our dancing, but we never ever practice. The only time we ever dance is when we're taking a lesson. Like we don't. So that's why I was so nervous. I was like, <laughs> oh my sounds God, like our wedding. It'd be awful. Some. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at least three times during a lesson, I'll have to like stop because when he gets very focused, he'll like lick his lips or like <laughs> stick his tongue out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. A lot of times it's like. I was just sticking my tongue out for the listeners. To give context what um, his face actually looked like, it reminded me of the cockroach man in uh, Men in Black. (laughs) (laughs) More water. Edgar suit. Edgar. (laughs) Yeah. More. We're dancing and I'm like, sugar in water. (laughs) And Heather's like, Edgar, are you okay, Edgar? It's like he's wearing an Edgar suit. (laughs) That um, (laughs) trivia for that, movie I, I read an oral history of the character they interviewed vincent d'onofrio about it and how he created the character and all this stuff and it was really a pretty interesting article and he vincent d'onofrio like loved that she called him egger instead of edgar um and <laughs> the woman who played his wife is shaban fallon who was an snl cast member for a little while in the 90s jimmy's sister yeah uh shaban and jimmy fallon <laughs> <laughs> She's really funny. She's she's one of the actors that you'd know. Like, you might not recognize her name, but if you saw a picture of her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've seen her in so many yes, things, yes, and yes. she's great. Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> that scene in particular made me terrified of Men in Black when I saw it, and I wouldn't watch it for 
however many years I've been alive because I still haven't watched it because I, I know I know it's a comedy now that I'm an adult but my mom would also re- my she would read to us at night and I have an older brother and so she would started to integrate goosebumps to like keep him interested and I think the combination of that and seeing that movie I had a very vivid nightmare that there was these three women dressed in the same dress standing in Camera. a park like together one was ta- one was like normal looking <laughs> they were it was a floral dress but it was kind of camo one was tall and skinny and one was like short and fat and she had no neck and then I walked over to them because of a frisbee and the short because of a frisbee yeah. um, <laughs> opened up her neck and swallowed me whole and that was I mean na- again now it's terrifying it what if yeah. what if that dream happens, but you didn't wake up after you got swallowed whole? So then it's like an hour to four hours just hanging out in the stomach. Have you getting digested? Have you ever has that ever happened? Every time I've died in a dream, I've woken up immediately after. Well, don't they say that you can't die in a dream because then you die in real life? Is that? I mean, that's when you I say that's they a, say. Yeah, I it's think like that's us, a, right? Like I've heard that, but like <laughs> not from like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a movie myth. Because I have I I had a very vivid dream in which I had jumped on a grenade and the grenade blew up and I died. But once I died, I woke up. I'm just amazed that you guys remember dreams. I never you remember. Don't? No. Not one really? ever in your life? One very vaguely from like the second yeah. grade, but that was it. Like I was just telling Sue this the other day. Like I had to focus really hard after I woke up the other morning because I was like, oh my God, I remember fragments of my dream. And 20 minutes later, poof. Gone. You should try to start a dream journal. Like mm. when you wake up, if you remember anything, write it down and you'll get better at it. What's the dream you remember from second grade? His trippy. I must have eaten <laughs> something <laughs> not good before this one. But Some I just remember. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. Um, so I remember it was kind of ironic that Ben's wearing a Mario shirt right now because it was kind of Mario like Super Mario like and that I went down like a well so kind of like the the pipes that you go down yes so much better oh can we cut mine so I go down and I end up in this like weird dark universe with this boy I had a huge crush on in the second grade not me I just saw steam coming out of I'm going to kill this kid. (laughs) Um, But we're like walking around and trying to figure out how we get out. And we had to like push an octopus back into another well. And it was like a mutant octopus and we were battling it. And that's like all I really remember. Well, if you're going to remember one dream, mutant octopus down a well is a good one to remember, I think. Again, I don't know what I ate, but... I was about to start a scene again. I guess I made the face. I guess I, I made like the face your, again. Your scene of Queen Crew, I mean, your face for Queen Crew and mutant octopus are the same. I was going to start the same scene. I was going to start oh, okay. five minutes ago when we were talking about the softball thing. Should we just let him start the scene? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just don't look. (laughs) Honey, I'm so proud of you for that softball game. Thanks. I I know I stopped the ball with my foot in center field, but this time I stopped it. You've never made your father, the Lord Satan, more proud (laughs) than he was of you when you stopped that ball with your foot. Thanks. Thanks, Papa Satan. Oh, oh my God, I'm being tortured. Let me out of the trunk. Shut up, you. Poke, 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 poke. Ow, 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 ow. 
Now, honey, do you want to go get an ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, we got to go to Dairy Queen, but we got we got to talk about why we kidnapped the kids from the Catholic school. Why? Well, because Hinduism is the correct religion and I am allowed to punish anybody who's not a Hindu. My Lord and Savior's going to come back and beat you up. Jesus and I play poker together. You say that, Dad, but Jesus has never been to the house. So you're a torturer and a liar. Hey, Of course I'm a liar. I'm Satan. Why did we have to take two Catholic kids this time, Dad? Well, because my thirst for punishment grows and grows as time goes on, and. Well, one kid's not enough all the time. Sometimes I need to torture two kids. You know at what's the same growing time. for me? My impatience for your bullshit. Ooh, Ooh I kind of nice liked one. that you stood up to me and were a little dirty about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take the Lord's name in vain. No, the Lord Satan loves that. Well, you look ugly. Hey, that's my dad. I was just trying to avoid more punishment. <laughs> Dan? I don't know how to feel about that one. If you're so thirsty, why don't you just take the glass of milk from Milton? Don't take my milk. I've been drinking so much. Hey, Milton, you need to share that milk, okay? It's uh, Your name's Helen, and she's mine. (laughs) She's been mine for 17 years. Get out of here, Brad. Why are there so many people in the trunk, Dad? Listen, honey, when you're an adult, you'll understand. (laughs) Someday, you're going to be in a position where it seems like all hope is lost. And at that point, you're going to be desperate for something, any kind of plan, any kind of thread you can hang on to, to get out of the situation you're in. And it I know that sounds like my childhood, Dad. Well, I know that situation, if it hasn't come for you in childhood, will come for you in adulthood. And if that day comes, Jesus when Christ, it comes... Jesus get to the end of the soliloquy already. I mean, I my know. God. Hey, poke, 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 That's better than his story. Ow, oh. When that day comes... Did a bad poke, Dad. <sighs> she didn't feel it. I've become numb. You Did can't hurt me, Lord Satan. Milton, what do I do? Sorry, um. What? Milton! A recipient of my pokes has become numb to the pain. What do I do? Oh, well. Footnote on the scene Milton went to hell for all of his bad ideas. (laughs) I do consider myself kind of an ideas guy. Milton! Damn it, that's why you're here. I knew that someday my. Scepter, my trident, my three-pronged pokey thing. I call it Gary. Well, call it what you want, Milton. One day I knew it would be less effective than it used to be, and I didn't know what I would do when that day came, and that's why you're here. So, Milton, tell me, what's the solution to my problem? Are you really going to get fired because you're in hell? I actually have a really, really, really good idea. Hit us, Milton. Skim all the fat out of it. What's the point in that? What? Milton says that a, a light shines from above down onto him oh as God. if it were a UFO putting a tractor beam down on him and he floats 
up into the light and ascends all the way up to the gates of heaven. Milton, you have been accepted. Oh, oh my God. Your one life quest to have one decent idea was fulfilled. Wow. In Welcome the to heaven, buddy. Of purgatory. Uh, that's what I call purgatory. Heaven. <laughs> After hell, it's like heaven. It's so white here. Why is it so white? Well, because uh, in real heaven, it's all Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, thought it was because of milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have hit the end of our show. Uh, it's wow. it has been time. Purgatory it's time. with Milton. Is a nice Purgatory with end. Milton is is where we end our show this week. I gotta uh, go home with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go around the table and let's plug things we want people to know about aside from other podcasts <laughs> that we've already plugged several of on the show. Well, well. Stu, what do you have to plug? Well, let's see. I got a couple shows coming up. Um, if this will be out in time, there's going to be a show this upcoming Saturday at uh, Actors Rep Theater. I'm going to put this out either Tuesday or Wednesday. Ooh. All right. Everyone come out to see the show on Saturday, Actors Rep Theater. Um, that's up in West Palm Beach. That Bob Carter's Actors Rep. ActorsRep.org. Yes. Uh, buy them ahead of time. Yes. I, I was going to say, um, from speaking with Kat Kenny, who's one of the employees of Actors Rep, uh, they do have an online ticketing system now, and they like it if you get your tickets in advance. They're also cheaper if you, you say buy five dollars. Yes, fifteen. Five dollar make it Um And uh, then I'm also, as we've talked about, part of Improv U. We had our show last night. Thank you everyone for coming out. Um, and we'll have another show for first first Saturday of December. Um, that's at Actors uh, actor, oh God, at Improv U in Delray Beach. <laughs> Multiple theaters. Got to keep them straight. Multiple Busy lovers. boy. Oh. Um, and yeah, just just have, have fun time. Go out and have fun. It's, That's what you're, you're comfortable. Plugging. It's great. You're at home. You're with your dog and your cat and your Netflix and you're chill. But go out oh, and, and see chill. some some live <laughs> something. Just go to the park and watch people. Get outside. Enjoy. Enjoy life. All right, nice. Um, once again, people seeding their plugs to doing nice things in life, which is crazy to me, and I would never do that. Alex, plugs. Uh, I am taking a little bit of a sabbatical from improv because um, I'm going out Florida to, improv. A Florida improv because I'm going out to LA for a little bit for work. Um, so if anyone has any good recommendations of like not the big schmancy improv, because I don't think I'm good enough for that, but oh, I, I want to, yeah, I want to continue with improv, but I need something a little bit like community theater level. Um, but can, can I plug a podcast? Yeah. Plug a podcast. Absolutely. Plug anything you want people to know about wow. social so, media, whatever. I got to plug Hogwarts radio. Woo-hoo. It's the other podcast. So yes. I'm on. Um, because I've mentioned Harry Potter, like, what, 20 times today? That's, like, an all-time low for me. Um, <laughs> the day's still young. We did not do any Harry, Harry Potter-themed scenes this in this time. episode. Yeah. Which is Much crazy because, discussion. yeah. Um, and I have yeah, mentioned Frank it before. Georgia. Harry Potter crossover episode. Hogwarts radio crossover episode. Yep. I would love to do something like that. So I know Heather would be up for it, yes. too. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. And our main host, Terrence, like you want to talk about someone who can do accents and voices? He's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so Hogwarts Radio weekly episodes. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. The Patreon, right? You guys have Patreon. Oh yeah, we do have Patreon. Um, pledge, be a supporter. It's awesome. 
um, and just come geek out with us. And that's it. And thank yeah. you for having me. If, of course. If you're into Harry Potter, it's a great show. I can vouch for it. Mm-hmm. We can <laughs> all vouch for it. I don't have much to plug because we're going to be out of town for the next show. So no. can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but December at ImprovU, theimprovu.com. And in January, at the end of January, I'm going to be directing a play <gasps> at a high school what? called Almost what, Maine, what? the last weekend of January, 24th, 25th, and 26th. Has it been cast yet? No auditions are next week. Ooh, come out. Suspenseful. <laughs> Dwyer students who may not <laughs> come be out, to <laughs> Come out, Dwyer <laughs> High School, and audition for this play. <laughs> auditions make you feel very important. Yes. Like, okay, next. Yeah. Next. Like, all right. Well, but could you do it differently? Could you make a choice? Mm. I need you just to commit. <laughs> okay, and that's all. Thank you. Okay. Bye. That's all. <laughs> bye. Abadi, abadi, abadi. That's all, folks. I would like to plug myself, as always, because I am a very selfish and non-altruistic person. That's not really true, though. Well, it is. It's his character. Purpose. He plays. It's my, car- it's my character on the podcast. Uh, he's the yeah. heel. I'm the, he's the John Cena of this podcast. <laughs> John Cena. Okay. I actually think John Cena wasn't heel. I don't, anyway, yeah, I don't think he was a he heel. Was a hero. I'm, I don't follow wrestling closely. Um, uh, also, anymore, I just want to make a reference. I don't even really know I don't anything either. about John Cena at <laughs> Thank all. Thank you. There was I a no point idea. at which Ben was introducing a scene, and Stu was making eyes at a me. Cena. Like, you, you should be John Cena, and I was like, all right. And I was getting into the mindset, and I was like, I've. But you know nothing about him. You don't and have then, to. And then he came in. Yeah, and you don't have I was like, to. Okay, good. What are the trumpets? What do they actually sound like for John Cena? Do you remember? I actually like, don't know. John Cena burr, didn't burr, come into burr, the scene burr. until long. Like into I, the Cena. <laughs> I followed wrestling when I was My very young. <laughs> so when I when I followed That's wrestling, kind of it was Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> even Andre the Giant was still around. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Sergeant Slaughter. Like eighties wrestlers, maybe early nineties, and I kind of got away from it. So, so all these people, John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I know, I know about very them. little Steve about Austin, them. Yeah, and The Rock. Like, Do you smell what The Rock Ray- is cooking? I, the Rock was long after I, I stopped following wrestling. Um, all right, speaking of followers, so how, what yeah, of uh, my. <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, that's fantastic. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever format you're listening to it on, if they allow for that sort of thing. I don't know if Spotify has that sort of thing, but I know at least a couple of people listen to the show on Spotify. Uh, Follow me on social media. Follow uh, me on non-social media. I'm just walking around sometimes. You can get behind me and... Mm. (laughs) That's creepy. I'm usually with you. I don't want people to follow us around. As a criminal defense lawyer, I would use that as my theory of defense for your future stalker. Just putting that out there. Okay. Don't Uh, follow us. Don't follow me in real life. I'm going to cut that completely out of the show. Just on social (laughs) media. Uh, BenBrokart.com has shows that I'm in and stuff like that. Uh, You can also find shows that I'm in on SickPuppiesComedy.com. And that's it for me. And I guess that's it for this episode of the show. Thanks for coming on, guys. It was so much fun, yeah. and Thank I hope you. we will do it again soon. Can we start making out now, or is that... Absolutely. As the music fades in, we will make out. Smells good, Yeah. Okay, I'm so skilled with your